Jehovah Jireh. Hi, and welcome back to the Accord Sessions, the place where we do everyday talk about our extraordinary God. Yeah. Well, this is your first, what, Tuesday of yeah. being over the hill. I know. Do you feel any different? Not really, no, I feel exactly 30. the same. Yeah. 30 on Sunday, weren't you? Are you getting old now? You, shut up. <laughs> That's insulting, can I just say? <laughs> Wish I was 30. Oh, it feels exactly the same as 29. No, it doesn't. You look very different. <laughs> Do I? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's part of me, though, that goes, is she only 30? How yeah. can she only be 30? Yeah. I know. Not in your 20s no more. No, can I, I just say that my life began at 30? Yeah. On a new level. Yeah. It did. I married Craig when I was, uh, how old was I? Just turned 32. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, I remember my 30th. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were little because I remember yes. you made a cake. Yes. Cool. Things don't change. Still making the cakes, aren't <laughs> <I know>. you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Oh. oh, so 30. Yeah, 30 years old. I know. Or 30 years young. 30 yeah. years young. Yeah. Yes, remember it's only 11 in dog years. Yes, that's yes. good. That's fine. That's right. Yeah. Oh, well, well, happy birthday. Thank I know you. you are kind of one of those people, like Craig, whose birthday lasts a month. <laughs> I know, it's been How great. How many birthday cakes have you actually had? Um, Three, I think. Three? Three. Cool. Yeah, I think I've had three. Not it's bad, not bad. It's very well. nice. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's not bad, is it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. you're like the, the the royal family, you know, when the, it, it goes on for months yeah. and months, we get public holidays and stuff. Yes. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, because I think we've got a meal kind of coming up in the new year for I know. It. So it'll last even past Ooh. Christmas. I know. So, yeah. Can I just say, though? Yes. You may be 30, but you didn't make me a very nice cup of tea this morning. <laughs> you look like dishwater, I love. Know. I think my, uh, my, my tea-making skills what? have... Well, you know me, far be it for me to ever complain. (laughs) That's just not who I am. But I think I did say, oi, what's this? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I did offer to make you a new one, though. Yeah, I just needed a tea bag in it because it looked just like you dunked it for like less than one second. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So guess what? Belated birthday present. I'm sending you on a tea making course. Hey, I'd love that. I know you would. (laughs) Anyway, enough drivel. Yeah. Um, No, not that your birthday's drivel. Apologies. (laughs) Listen, we're in a funny old place today, aren't we? We're tired. Yeah. I know we. Uh, that was the last podcast. Yeah, it was, um, yeah. But uh, we are in that place where we are not much good for anything, really, no. at the moment, are we? No. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, it's all been full on. It's all been wonderful. Yes. We're spending December sort of locked away in the studio. We're going to have a massive sort out, which oh, I can't wait, because yes. oh, we don't have piled away some rubbish in here. We're the pe- we're the type that when you come into the studio, it's really ordered and it's yes. lovely. But don't open any boxes or drawers. No, it's all in the drawers. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a spiritual analogy either. No, you know, no. Uh, we don't appear one thing and then no. there's something going on uh, underneath. No, but um, yeah, the studio needs yeah. a big old sort, doesn't it? Does. it? I, yeah. I wonder what we'll find. Yes, I'm quite looking forward. to Treasures. It, yeah, we do. We did it last Christmas. Yes, and we had a massive move around. So we're you yeah. know we might you never know we might do it Ooh. again. Oh. I know. Never mind. That's so anyway, good. we're gonna have a big, big sort out. Yeah. But also, um, oh, the wall. If you could see the wall, it's yes. absolutely covered because we are actually starting to slowly work our way through vision and planning, yes. aren't we? Yeah. Because there is an awful lot 
Yeah, because is. obviously, um, new site, our community over in St. Vinnie's um, in Cardiff has come alive this year. Thank the yes. Lord. God has done amazing things. Yeah. And there's lots to do. Yeah. Lots of training to be done. Yeah. Train and equip the saints so they can get out and be of use to God. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've got vision. We've got things going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we're we just taking our time and getting it all all our ducks in a row yes yeah, like yeah. Um, which is really exciting because god's speaking god's yeah. got this wonderful way of you know you just kind of go into practical mode mm. and say yes and we're going to do this and we're going to do that and then god goes whoa just a minute yeah uh don't forget me yes and let's talk about what who i need you to become yeah. in order for that to happen yeah so we're enjoying that as well aren't we yes definitely there's a lot yeah. of slowing us down and yes. talking to us and giving us some downloads which is wonderful yeah um but that leads on very nicely to what i want to talk about today yes god that was a good link it was um i want to talk today about him being jehovah jireh yes yes jireh you are enough oh i love that song yeah um but i really am in a funny old place on this one Mm. craig and i yeah um and i've got so much to say about it but i just i I just think what's important to say from from the beginning. Mm. Can I just say somebody in America, Tara, yeah, my good old friend, reliable Tara in Dallas, yeah. Um, when I saw her recently, she said to me, "It is gecko." Oh, it's oh. an Americanism. Well, because okay, so we did have someone actually comment, and they said it was gecko. Yes, but it's both. Oh, but okay. but they're both American american sayings so you can say gecko because i always get nervous and then divert if you notice but i'm now going to feel fully confident to hit the gecko because tara says it's there and she's a high school principal so she's gonna doesn't know yeah you know it's not worth knowing no do you know what i mean so we're gonna rely on tara yeah and uh you know it's gonna be okay so yeah from the gecko yeah confident committed to that um (laughs) that'll be in every podcast every podcast now (laughs) brace yourself people um from the beginning from the gecko um i want to just say that today's podcast is not about money Mm -hmm. although we're going to talk about money yeah yes one of the great taboos of the kingdom of god people don't like talking about money do they um unless you're craig who loves to chat about money (laughs) you like he's good at chatting about money he's very good about money craig because craig um deals is is responsible for multi-million pound Mm. contracts yeah so um you know his day is spent paying bills yeah dishing out the money Mm. um saying no you're not Mm. getting the money because you haven't done the quality of work and or you know my it's like housekeeping with me that's (laughs) that's kind of how he is with the housekeeping with me (laughs) uh rebecca this is you know where's the money gone this week i'd like some evidence please i'm like no 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 craig we're not going there um i'm wearing them on my feet craig (laughs) i bought a beautiful pair of shoes instead but he's very good with money craig yeah, isn't he, he is. very yes. very good and i would go as far as saying he's got a real gifting in it yeah. real ministry in it and i know that for us in accord and even in our wider mm. ministry um he's really used that gifting yeah. and um really put that to good um mm. with hearing with the propheticness of god yeah and really led us into 
uh, paths that have made, been very straight mm. for us and led us to good things. Yes. Um, so he's very good at money. He likes a chat about money. Mm-hmm. He's it, It's very uncomfortable around Craig with money because he has no caution yeah. or trepidation. He just will ask you right out. Yes. And so it's not for the weak hearted. No. But I kind of love that about yeah. him. Um, and yeah, so he's very good mm. about that. Um but I know that him and I are in this place at the moment where we've secretly, mm. not secretly, but quietly, been feeling the pressure of finances mm. yeah. for the whole year. Yeah. Yes. And this year has been the year that we've let God restore the years that the locusts have eaten. Mm. That was our has been our focus since last December. Yeah. And we're going to do a whole podcast, Craig and I, soon on that journey because yeah. it has been nothing short of miraculous. Yeah. It's been so exciting. Mm. And actually, it's it's been amazing to see the simplicity yeah. of just allowing God the freedom to move as he desires. Yeah. So we've walked very carefully with that this year. Mm. And every time we felt sort of restriction or holding back or disbelief, yeah. we've, you know, held each other accountable to it and stood back and let God do it mm. and just watched him work. Yeah. So it's been really exciting and it's been a lot more than finances, although mm. it's, some of it has been finances. Yeah. Um, it's been about all sorts of different things mm. uh, that were stolen yeah. over the years. And I can't wait to that podcast because that's a really beautiful testimony of how God restores and um, sets us back on our feet. Mm. Um, And it doesn't matter if something was stolen or you had lack 20 years ago, Mm. you know, that still needs to be restored because it still needs to be part of who you are in Mm. order to stand before God as he desires. So we've got to find some new level of understanding and belief Mm. for restoration. Definitely, I think. But... We've come to a point where we've kind of sat down and said, right, we're both fed up of just carrying this burden mm. quietly. Yeah. And we're going to now lay it on the table and beat it up because yeah. <laughs> we can't <laughs> we can't live in this trepidation anymore yeah. about provision. Yeah. And I think the where that began for us was just sitting back and talking very honestly about our feelings mm. about provision yeah. and how th- we think things should be mm. in the provision of God. Um, and I think the first big shock slap across the chops mm. was that we realised that we probably have some out-of-date, archaic, religious thinking mm. about how we think it all should work yeah. and how we think God is providing for us. Mm. And I definitely think that that's true. Yeah. Um, We're walking carefully in that Mm. because I think there is such a mixed message, certainly from the world and from the world systems. And Mm -hmm. we know the world's ways are not our ways. Mm -hmm. But I think on the issue of finance, success, how do you gauge and measure success, Mm. um, finances, um, careers, all that sort of thing. Their system is completely different Mm. to ours in the kingdom of God. And I think it can be really hard to straddle the two Mm. and can be really hard to navigate the two. Yeah. And how do we be in the world but not of it? Yeah. In in when we rely on the monetary system, which we can't do anything without. Yeah. So I think it's a biggie. Mm -hmm that system yeah. i think other systems are easier to you know navigate yeah and carry 
But I think the world's ideas of provision mm. are, ex- I can't find hardly anything that's accurate for us yeah. in the kingdom of God as a, as a standalone mentality. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's been quite exciting, although a bit terrifying, if, mm. if I'm honest, is the the whole idea of being self-reliant, yeah. which is the world's sort of structure, mm. um, monetary system. Yeah. And I thought we'd talk about that yeah. because, you know, we've got to rely on God. I know that's definite. I don't care really at the moment how much money you earn mm-hmm. or how able you are to take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, I do think that that does not negate or remove you from re- needing to rely on God. Yes. And our problem is, of course, is that if we can take care of ourselves, we don't need to rely no. on God. Yeah. Um, so I think that has to be challenged, mm. but it's not as black and white maybe as we make it out because God does want us to be reliant, self-reliant, yeah. Yeah. Um, self-able uh, to sustain our own living. Mm. But we need to do that from a position that's correct. Yeah. Um, but just to say that, that fifth, I was reading a survey um, yesterday and it was the wealth survey that was produced by a guy called Ed Jones in mm. 2019. And a lot of sort of charities and um, faculties across America used that survey, mm. yeah. that, that national survey, um, to do their social studies on. Mm. And it actually said that according to this survey in 2019, 59% of Americans are only one paycheck away from homelessness. Wow. Now, I can understand that because if you go into studies about homelessness, Mm -hmm. the people who are homeless now are accountants, teachers. They're people who maybe do not live on the streets in dire need Mm. and poverty, but they hold down jobs, but they still live in shelters or in their car. Yeah. They do not own a home anymore. Yeah. So it's there's been a huge shift mm. in the sustainability of being able to be, in quote, secure yeah. in this world. Yeah. And Craig and I have just had a bit of a wake up call mm. about how it all works yeah. and about how we've been really blessed with being able to take care of ourselves financially Mm. but my god we need total reliance on him yeah for our provision yeah and for our security because it doesn't matter how embedded you think you are in Mm. a job yeah yeah that can go today yes and our security has got to be in him yeah not in the systems or of this world Mm. that provide finance for us yeah um but certainly also in our own self-reliance what am Mm. i going to do yeah 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 and there is a slight thing that needs adjusting Mm. there i think because more than ever i think we're entering into a whole new season of total need of to rely on him and we're not talking just for provision for finances but for everything our security must be found in him yeah definitely and i think that you know for me like talking about provision that's something this year that god's really kind of been working on in me right because this year i kind of i think i've talked about this on previous podcasts but it feels like god's kind of been getting me to a place where i'm i've kind of described it as being independent right but really stable yeah Mm. but really it wasn't so much kind of an independence it was that reliance on him Mm. 
where I wasn't relying on other people right. or structures around me or systems around me, but being reliant on him mm. completely. And, you know, there were certain things that God kind of removed from me in order to do that. Right. So, you know, this year has really kind of been that process of, I would say, like, especially financially for me, but also in other areas too, right. of really kind of getting me to a place of, like, cementing that trust in him where it was like, I have nothing else. There is nothing else I can trust in. <clears throat> you know, all the systems around me are kind of falling apart. Mm. And it was like, he had to be my foundation. Yeah, He had to be the thing that I trusted in because there is nothing else right. that is, you know, even comes close to that. And he can use the things of this world. Mm. That's absolutely true. Yeah. God can lead us into correct jobs, yes. uh, correct structures, correct alignments yeah. that give us monetary provision. Um, <clears throat> we can find favor yeah. in the workplace. So that gives us, um, you know, extra provision. And there's so many things, mm. um, but also we've just got to make sure that that whole idea of provision and yeah. stability is secured in him. Yeah. Because ultimately it's this is about correct standing mm. with him yeah and leaning on him yeah and not on our own understandings yeah. and you know you can lie awake at night mm. as i have done many a time yeah in utter paralysis of the terror mm. of not being able to be provided for yes but we forget him yeah but it's like i mean for me this year there's been moments where you know an opportunity has kind of arisen and I think, oh, that would be perfect. Mm. That would solve everything. Right. That Ooh. would be it. That would be great. And you start to kind of daydream. And you're, you know, like you were talking about kind of the financial kind of um, expectations that the world has. Yeah. And you kind of think, well, great. I'd be able to put some money in savings. You know, I could pay savings. off Savings? What's that? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> i got teenagers love. <laughs> but you just think, you know, you think, oh, this would be it. This would, you know, this would yeah. solve everything. And then you forget that. You forget God in that. Mm. And then the opportunity doesn't work out and you're disappointed. Mm. But you think, well, actually, that's the whole issue is that I'm trying to put my trust in something or a system or an opportunity. Right. And I'm not putting it in God. And we're not called to hustle no. through life, are yeah. we? I mean, you know, in the right sense of the word. I mean, I think it's great when God gives you opportunity mm. to, you know, bring in other um, resources or yeah. income um and i'm not talking about hustle in that sense mm. i'm talking about the striving yeah and the toil of a hustle where we hustle from paycheck to paycheck where you know we've always come across people mm. like that haven't yeah. we that just sort of turn up for a free meal constantly yes. and they see that as the provision of god now sometimes it is mm. but i'm talking about that that mentality within us that absolutely just freeloads yeah and it just you know gets lost god gets mm. lost in that idea yeah. somewhere and i uh, think for yeah. me like sorry to close no it's okay but, in there, but i think that's like over the year there's definitely been times where i've been in that place Naomi. where i just where what you are just, you talking about where you just you can't see you think well that's what i have to do that right. you have to make it happen yourself oh i thought you meant you were a freeloader because oh, no. i don't you're not <laughs> You're very generous. No, I'm the one that brings the cake. Yes, that's right. You're the dealer. Yeah. The enabler. Okay, dealer. But no, but I think that place where you think, oh, well, you know, 
if I stay awake for another two hours and work for that two hours, well, then I could do this. Mm. And I think there are times when yeah, that's sure. okay to do that. You know, if you think, well, actually, yeah, you know, that would be great. I don't think that, I'm not saying that you should never no. do that. But, but I'm there's a diff- when it becomes a lifestyle. Well, there's a difference. The Bible talks in Ecclesiastes a lot mm. about toil. Yeah. And there's a difference between working hard and toil. Mm. And toil is where it's almost futile. Yeah. You know, it's ex- it's it's just you've got no chance of fulfilling the task. Yes. Because it's just there's too much pressure put on you to make it big. Yeah. And so we want to work hard, but we don't want to toil mm. where it's all in our own reliance and strength. Yeah. So I think we can get really, we can go really wrong on mm. this um, because we have to have money. Yeah. We have to have provision. We have to have our needs met. Mm. And, um, but I do think it's time to realign our sort of thinking about how we think it all works. Yeah. So I know that the old school mentality of success mm. in life is that you work hard at whatever job you do yeah um you live within your means mm. um you live frugally yeah. and you have savings mm. and you don't pay for anything that you can't afford yeah so that i think is still pretty much a, a good you know measuring rod yeah. but the society and the systems that we work in now do not always facilitate or serve mm. that. Yeah. So we are in a world now where you cannot survive unless you're on credit yeah. for a lot of people. Or, you know, um, it's not, you know, people don't have savings. Mm. Um, or it's almost impossible to save. Mm. I mean, our cost of living is through the roof and yeah. it really is a crisis in itself, isn't yeah. it? Um, so... Some of it is um, the state of the greed of this world mm. and the system of this world. But also some of it is just the times have changed. Yeah. Society has changed. Um, the world has changed. Mm. It's become a lot. We live in a globalized world where our finances and our provision is no longer just a, a, a domestic situation. Yeah. You know, what they do in China affects us yeah. and, so, and vice versa. So, you know, it's a much bigger pot mm. now. Yeah. Um, so I do think sometimes we do need to make peace and and gain understanding and knowledge about how it all works mm. and not become a slave to an old ideology about how it works. Mm. And then we negate ourselves from being able to function yeah. um, in the provisions of God. Yeah. Um, so what I mean by that is that sometimes God's way of providing may seem completely wrong yeah. because it's outside of that old fashioned ideology of mm. how things should work. Um, I know a lot of churches, for example, cannot l- be sustained mm. on the incomes of the, the, the tithes and offerings. Yeah. So uh, many churches, uh, God has provided other ways for mm. them to be stable. So we've got to just maybe, you know, be open to the fact and the leading of the Holy Spirit that we've got to understand the system that we're living in. Yeah. But we cannot rely on systems. Yeah. yeah. Um, because they will, they are not our friend. Yeah. And I know that we were talking earlier about, or yesterday I think it was, about, you know, at the moment we are, be, we are in a battle mm. with maybe three or four f- systems in yeah. our finances simply because a computer hasn't picked us up yeah 
Um, you know, we've got lost in a database somewhere. Yeah. Um, an automated letter has been issued by a computer mm. and we can't get out of that system. Yeah. Um, you know, things are happening to us that we cannot humanly mm. solve. Craig has been trying to pay a bill for two weeks wow. now and there has been no physical way that we could pay that bill oh. because the only way that we could pay it is online, is, yeah. is on a phone call. Yeah. And I think the other day it was a four-hour wait list. And then when he did get through, it wouldn't accept it. Oh, my goodness. There was a problem in the automation. Oh, wow. So that then now has put us into a legal situation mm. because it looks like we haven't paid our bills. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. the, I mean, we've all got stories like that, of the utter frustration mm. of automated systems. Yeah. And um, there is no humanness mm. anymore in those systems. Yeah. So things, it seems very unfair sometimes, mm. um, our finances. Yeah. And that's something that I know I need greater stability mm. in because the frustration and, and the absolute despair and the ex exasperation mm. that it causes me really does create a wobble yeah. sometimes in my faith. Yeah. And um, I, we can't be operational in fear and instability. No. We just can't. Yeah. So the only thing that is stable is him. Yes. And definitely. we are reconnecting to that right now mm. because once we get that right, it helps us and equips us to deal with living in this world mm. but not being of it. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think that's a very good place to mm. start yeah. because we've got to keep remembering that it's true that we are in charge of our lives mm. But he is in control. Yeah. And we either believe that or we don't. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think like for me, like over the last year, there have been quite a few times where it's like, there's been things that I really want. Right. There's been things like, oh, I really want this. I really want this job or I really want yeah. this opportunity. And it hasn't worked out for whatever reason. But actually I look at what I have mm. and what I have is still, it's still good. It's right. still enough. And I think there's a difference between having enough and wanting more. Right. And that God, like if you look at scripture, it talks a lot about God will give you what you need. Yeah. It doesn't say he will give you what you want. Because God doesn't always give us what we want. No. But, but he, he always gives us what we need. Yes. Yeah. And there's a scripture that I, I've heard quite a lot, actually, this scripture over the last year. And it's helped me so much. And it's Matthew six twenty six to 27. And it says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Mm. Are you not more valuable than they? Can you add one more hour to your life by worrying? Yeah, And I go. love that last line, <laughs> that it's like, worrying about it yeah. is not going to do anything. No. It doesn't solve it. It no. doesn't, you know, get us to where we need to be. The only thing that helps us in that is trusting God completely. Uh, but also because the systems of this world are Pharaoh. Yeah. They are systems of tyranny mm. and they're systems that are designed to bully us into paying bills yes. and to conforming to systems. Whereas if we don't, mm. then there are huge consequences. Yeah. And there is no humanness mm. in that. Um, and that's really hard for me is to see the absolute staunchness, if that's mm. a word, um, yeah. how hard that pharaoh system is, yeah. where there is no grace. Mm. There is, you know, we just don't care yeah. what your situation is. 
we need our money we need your time we need you to commit to your job and we don't really care about the impact that has on you or your or your humanness and that's pharaoh Mm. you know um so i think there is really something in this that God is really just wanting us to get this right Mm. because we can't you know if there's a pharaoh they're slaves yeah and I don't want to be a slave to these systems and to anything that doesn't put God first and my reliance in him Mm. um and it's again I want to keep saying this is not just about money we're talking a lot about money today but it's not just about money it's about the provision of all sorts Mm. of things the right people in our life yeah um a quality of life um giftings Mm. uh stability yeah um you know right mind having a right mind you you name it we've got to rely on God for it Mm. um at the end of the day but I do think that when we connect deeply to the fact that he is our provider, mm. then there comes a peace mm. that just changes everything. How yeah. we feel about things, yeah. how we perceive things, mm. our interaction with things. Yeah. And i got to go to John 15 verse mm. 5 here. And I saw this on a whole new level when I read this scripture. And he's, Jesus is talking mm. and he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Yeah. Wow. And I think that's oh. where Craig and I are right now. Yeah. Now, that sounds very disempowering, doesn't it? That sounds like um, that sounds like a, an issue of power mm. and oppression, but it really is not. No. Um, and the truth is, is that he is all powerful. Yeah. He is omnipresent. He is bigger than anything. Mm. The world only is because of him. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, he holds all things in his hand. Yeah. And apart from him, we really can do nothing. And I think that's where Craig and I are now coming to a place of rest about. Mm. Um, and not being driven or motivated by our f- by the fear of stopping the plate spinning yeah or dropping the ball and that really isn't okay Mm. and we live by too many fears too many pharaohs Mm. our credit reference yeah uh, pharaoh yeah that says if you're one day late with a payment you know i will oppress you because of that on your file um you know I can't, can I pay in installments? No, I need it all in Mm. one go. Yeah. And I will oppress you because you won't do that. Mm. I want you to choose between heating your home and eating. Yeah. And I don't care. I'm not going to give you grace Mm. for that. Yeah. Um, And it's just that harshness. Mm. And I think we need to start to accept that, that it's not the people who work in these systems. It is the system. Yeah. And we need to be clinging to God for our security. Mm. And without him, we can do absolutely nothing. And it can be very hard to survive um, in that sense of self-reliance and oppression. And I think the quicker we give that up Mm. and the quicker we connect to him who takes care of us, then the easier it is to live in this world and not just survive and become Mm. a slave to it. Yeah. And when you were reading that scripture, it reminded me of another scripture in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, which says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Mm. And I think sometimes just that reminder that 
God is in control of everything. Right. That he has plans for us. Yeah. That he's not taking us through things just because, you know, they're difficult and we have to be in the system. But he's taking us through things to show us that he is the one in control. And that he wants us to trust in him because he's got plans for us. Right. He's got a hope and a future for us. He's got the good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know that. Yeah. And it's like the more reliant that we are on him and the less reliant we are on the systems, the more we can walk in that. And not be kind of like bogged down by the systems. Right. Because I think that's what it feels like is when you, you know, when you get those letters or you're facing systems and they're just, they're hard, they're difficult. Yeah. And you just don't know how you're going to be able to get through to them. Mm. It does feel like it really does weigh you down. Ugh, it destroys you. And it's just the stress and the worry and the negativity and the concern. And and the isolation. You feel very alone, don't you? Yeah. But all those things kind of like, they tie us down to the world Mm. and they kind of they drag us down right but just that that faith and trust in him and that just that complete knowing that he's in control Mm. and that he is our provider yeah and that we don't have to you know worry about the things in the world i think that is powerful and also i think now maybe what we need to talk about is self-reliance yeah because to me you've got two problems regarding god being our provider Mm. two enemies of that yeah the first one is the overwhelming need to take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. and not allow him to do it or we allow him to do it when we're really desperate yeah (laughs) um (laughs) but not to live in that constant state of reliance Mm. on him um so i think you've got to talk about self-reliance and i think then you also have to talk about our responsibility yeah in that process yeah So I think our responsibility, if we're going to rely on him to be our provider, then we've got a responsibility to to give to Mm. that. Yeah. Because you've got to be givers in the kingdom of God. Nothing in the kingdom of God is given without Mm. being without being givers. Yeah. Yeah. He gave his only son. Yeah. It was given freely. Um, So we can't be people who want to take and not give. Mm. We've got to be people that um, that give out of a free Mm. spirit. Yeah. Um, because we believe that he will give us back. Yeah. Uh, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Yes. Not just talking financially, but of ourselves yeah. as well. Um, but I also think then on the self-reliance issue, what we've got to understand is that independence is important. Mm. It's important that we're able to stand on our own two feet mm. and live our own lives yeah. according to what our own conviction is. Um, it's important that we sh- we follow him and that we know what is right and wrong by us. Mm. But it's not okay when we then have no need for him. Yeah. And, you know, I've come across people like that that literally only show up to God mm. when they need him. Wow. And the rest of the time they live in their own pleasure. Yeah. And... God is so good and he is so graceful that most of the time I have seen him provide. Yeah. Yes. But there comes a time when that's not fair anymore. Yeah. And there comes a time when we don't want to create wrong systems of understanding and belief and accuracy. And we need to be sustainable Mm. in our faith in him. Yeah. So self-reliance really is when we don't need him because we got it all worked out or we are killing ourselves literally Mm. um 
providing for ourselves when he's already done it. Yeah. So self-reliance is a biggie, I think. Yes. And um, it's that utter sort of belief and trust in yourself. Mm. Um, Psalm 18, 118 verse 8 says, it is better to trust God than yes. man. Yes. Yeah, whether that be yourself or another. Yeah. Um, but to trust yourself and to be self-reliant basically means that you rely on your own power and your own resource. Mm. Um, it's a wrong independence. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's actually survival prep. Mm. Yeah. Where if I don't rely on anybody else, um, at least I'll be able to always look after myself. Yeah. Well, that goes, that contradicts the, the purpose yeah. of being in Christ altogether. Yes. That's not what the kingdom of God looks like. No. Um, it means that you are looking for new areas of responsibility mm. that maybe aren't yours yeah. because he provides. Yes. Um, we're not actually called to take care of ourselves mm. in the word of God. We are called to call upon him yeah. who takes care of us. Yeah. We're, not talk we're not told to be confident in yourself mm. and trust yourself fully. Yeah. It is in context. But we are told to have confidence and trust him. Yeah. Um, and it does create sort of an individualism that's wrong mm. where we don't need him until we do. Yeah. And then when we get what we need from him, we go back to the default position of looking after ourselves. Yeah. And that's all got to be dismantled. Mm. And that's probably one of the reasons why we're killing ourselves. And yeah. I keep talking about that because... You know, you show me somebody who is completely self-reliant and I will find mm. somebody who will probably die young. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Who will probably have every ailment mm. in the book, who probably will struggle to sleep. Yeah. Who probably will, you know, have many, many problems mm. in their mental health. Yeah. Because that is one huge responsibility to have on your shoulders. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's massive. And even just kind of looking at um, Matthew 6 verse 33 yeah where it says seek first the kingdom mm. of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as oh, well I love that but it's like you got to seek first the kingdom yeah so you can't just come to him when you need him mm. or when crisis hits you have like that has to be your posture yeah kind of from the gecko yeah from the gecko <laughs> to sneak one in Thanks, but that Tara. has to be our, our posture kind of constantly consistently mm. is that we're always seeking him first yeah that we're always you know walking alongside him that we're always in that place not just when we need him or when our self-reliance doesn't work yeah because like god can't be kind of second best to our self-reliance he has to be first he has to be kind of the priority in our right. life and then and it says in that scripture then all these things will be added to you yeah so it's like for me, like there's a clear kind of order there where you seek first and then. Yeah. And that's then quite a lot in scripture where we're kind of given an instruction and then, or if you do this, then. Right. And I'm not saying that God provides for us based on what we do, but I think that. that but he responds to it. Yeah. And that's the preference hmm. is that we don't just come to him when we need. We don't just, you know, come when we're in crisis, hmm. but that we're always there with him. But we can. We yes. can come to him in crisis. Yes. But I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that kind of, that posture, I think that's what God's kind of been working in me in my life. Mm. Is that that kind of, that closeness with him, 
where it's a constant thing. Yeah. Where it's not just a, um, you know, like a roller coaster where it yeah. kind of dips in and out, but it's constant. It's stable. Mm. And I think that that then makes us as people constant and stable. Oh, you're right. Because we're not kind of jumping from crisis to crisis right. or jumping from, oh, I'll provide, or oh, God provides, I'll provide, God lack provides. Lack to lack. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we are living in that, that constancy. I don't know if that's a word. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah, there you go. Thank <laughs> you. But, you know, we're living in that place of stability. Right. Where, you know, we're able, like you said earlier, to be in the world but not of it. Well, yes. And I just think that there has to be a position in our own hearts and understanding where we come to that point of being able to navigate and use the world mm. and the systems of this world. Yeah. Um, and that's completely allowed. Mm. That's completely legal. It's encouraged. Yeah. Yes. Um, but we need to do that once our hearts are stable mm. and steadfast in him. Um, and I think also we got to talk here about what the what our ideas of success are. Mm, yes. Because I know that there have been times when this has really come upon me, mm. where I have just thought, God, I've wasted my life. Mm. Um, I've really sort of, you know, I could have had a career. I could have, you know, I had things in my heart from the beginning. I yeah. could have gone out and made money. I could have been successful. Mm. I could have done this, that, and the other. And you know what? That lasts about two seconds because I've had the time of my life. Don't yeah. you feel sorry for me? <laughs> <laughs> I've literally had a life that I am so proud of. Yeah. And it and I feel so blessed mm. to have been able to serve God the majority of my life. Yeah. And um, you know, you don't go into ministry for the money. Tell let me tell you that. <laughs> Um, but he is always, always, always mm. taking care of my needs. Yeah. Always. When I was alone and before I married Craig, mm. and certainly in our marriage, yes. Yeah. Um, and there's a difference between how the world values success mm. and about how God values success. Yeah. And I know that even in my old age, <laughs> as I've got older, um, are my ideas of success are very different anyway mm. now. Yeah. Um, because I would look for a lot more stability yeah. and freedom and peace mm. and happiness and joy yeah. over money yes. and provision and all of that. Mm. And I see every day in on social media, TV programs in my own life mm. with people who have access to my life, you know, how they go into huge debt to yeah. portray a lifestyle that they can't afford mm. because that is their validation, yeah. they think, in this world. And that's a huge pressure at some point that's mm. going to give. Yeah. That's going to crumble. That's, that's a lot, yeah. isn't it? So there takes a humility mm. to walk in the provision of God. Yeah. And we've got to understand that mm. and we've got to have a connectivity to God where we're just resting mm. in his provision. Yeah. Um, because we trust that whatever he gives us, is, it is enough. Yeah. And I would love to sit here now mm. knowing that I've got a bank account, chock-a-block of savings, but I don't. Yeah. And the reason why I don't is because God gives to me and I have enough mm. and then I give to others out of the excess. Yeah. 
And does that mean that I'm irresponsible because I'm not taking care of my future and I'm not putting money aside mm. and whatever? Well, no, because there are other ways that we do that. Yeah. So, you know, we're not foolish with our money. Mm. Yeah. But we have definitely got our whole money thing wrong. Mm. And I think that takes a whole lifetime to get right. Yeah. We have to be wise regarding our yeah. resource. We have to be wise regarding... Mm how we handle the people in our life because that's the greatest resource. I mean, if you want to be rich, look at what people you've got in your life, not how much money you've got in your bank account. Yeah. And um, I just really think that that does take um, a determined effort, a a deliberation. Um, You have to do that consciously. Mm. Um, But at the end of the day, I can't be teaching on a chord mm. about how good God is and then I walk past you who has nothing. That doesn't work, mm. sit well with me. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I think the kingdom of God is very practical yes. and um, I know that that's still being hugely built within mm. me because I just do everything for free. Yeah. And I know that what God is actually doing is he's getting us ready and I feel very nervous about mm. this. I know that God is moving us towards Accord becoming a lot more um, reliable financially mm-hmm. yeah. in the sense of provision. Yeah. Um, we do it all for free. Mm-hmm. And that's my heart. Yeah. I want it accessible. and But I know that God's bringing us into a place where we will be able to um, have provision mm-hmm. from the work of Accord. Yeah. And that makes me hugely nervous. Yeah. Um, and I know that God's working in my heart on that, mm. but I rely on him. Yes. And that's where I am right now. Yeah. Uh, because there's lots of screaming and noising and noise and banging around me mm. um, from systems and people and lack and fear. Yeah. And, you know, because we all fear losing mm. it all. That's definitely a reality. Yeah. Whether that be friendship, whether that be a marriage, mm. whether that be stuff yeah. that God's given us. Um you know, there's a lot of fear around mm. that if we're not careful yeah. about what we're going to do. Yeah. Well, what we're going to do is him. Yeah. We're going to rely on him. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be found in the crag of the rock. Yeah. We're going to be found under the wing. Yeah. We're going to be found on his shoulders. Mm. That's where we're going to be found. Yeah. And that's the only place where we're going to be okay. Mm. Yeah. And I know that he is quickening that big time in our understanding mm. because unless that's in place, we are going to suffer the consequences of putting our reliance on other things, even if that's ourself. Yeah. On all things. Yeah. 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 We only have because he gives. Yeah. We only have something to say mm. because he speaks. Yeah. And that really is not a sanctimonious place. No. That's a place of absolute truth and certainty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you said then about, like, people being our greatest resource. Yeah. And I think, like, sometimes we get so caught up in the other things, in the money, in the resource, in the systems, in life, that we forget that. Yeah, we do. That actually, you know, people are so important and so valuable, like, not only to us, but to God too. Right. And it's like... That's where the real wealth is. Yeah. And Mm. it's like I had a situation kind of um, a little while ago where... Um, I have a friend that I'm kind of in contact with every now and then, like I've known her for years and we kind of stay in contact and I was messaging her and she wasn't messaging me back and I kind of, you know, you do that thing where the, for the first few weeks you're like, oh fair enough, you know, she's probably just busy, like it's fine 
and it got to the point where she just was not messaging and I tried calling her I tried facetiming her I tried everything and just literally could not get get an answer from her at all and I started to get worried about it and it literally got to the point where I knew where she lived and I was going to get in the car and literally go and knock on her door and be like look are you okay and you know luckily I kind of was able to find out from somebody else that actually she wasn't okay but that her family Mm. were kind of taking care of her but it was that sudden kind of that realization of how much we can kind of get so caught up in things yeah that we we almost kind of mistreat things yeah that we don't kind of give them the value that they should have right because we're so caught up in trying to kind of look after our lives and trying to make sure that we're okay yeah that we can forget that actually you know yeah you know money is great but people are so much better oh well look at the research look at the stories go online google it who you know who has money Mm. how miserable they are yeah you look at like lottery winners yeah when people kind of you know they win millions and then there's always that kind of newspaper article that comes out a few years later where they spent it all and actually yeah. they're now, they wish they'd never won. Or people just wanted them because of what they could get. Yeah. 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 And I just think that what you've said there is important because I think that being him being Jehovah Jireh for mm. us where he's our provider, he is always enough, Yeah, um, is really about value. Mm. And I do think that we need a bit of a wake-up call to sort of stop and reevaluate. Yeah. Where our heart positions are on mm. things, and remember, we're not just talking about money. Yeah. We're talking about you can be self-sufficient in your own emotional stability. You don't yeah. need people. Yeah, yeah. You like your own company. You like your own ac- accountability. Yeah. You don't like to play bang to other people, other people's drum. Mm. Um. You like you know you like to do your own thing. Yeah. And. That can be a place where God, we're not allowing him to provide for mm. us, where he brings the right people into our life yeah. because he knows that we need them, but we just don't interact with them correctly mm. because it's just a lot, a lot of effort. Yeah. And I think that's a huge issue mm. where I know at times that uh, I'm believing God for things that he's already given me. Yeah. I just don't appreciate or value them or, yeah. or want them yeah. because... Um, you know, I'm self-reliant. Mm. Or um, they're not in the way that we think they should right, be. Yeah. Right, right. Um, or where we have certain ideas about how mm. we think God will provide for us. Yeah. And then he sends something completely different, usually people. Yeah. And then we absolutely cannot connect to those things yeah. because it's not the way that we think he should provide for yeah. us. And, you know, there have been many times, so, you know, Craig, well, there's been many times in my life when I've missed the Mm. provision of God because I have just simply been so narrow-minded about how I think it should be provided. Yeah. And I know that um, one of our prayers, Craig and I at the moment, is, Lord, the money just doesn't seem to be adding up here. Mm. The money, you know, there isn't enough money. Yeah. And... We're sort of looking at all of that. Mm. And then God actually spoke to us and um, he said, you know, he showed us that that there was new provision. Mm. But actually part of the problem was not that we needed more money, but we needed more of him. Yeah. And the truth is, Naomi, is that 
we understand that sometimes the first shall be last and the mm. last shall be first. Yeah. And those that build God's kingdom sometimes are the last to be fed. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. They're feeding everybody else. Yeah. And they're the last to be fed. But it doesn't mean that they won't get a good meal. Yeah. And sometimes that's my downfall is I do have, I get to those moments where I, I stupidly compare myself to other people mm. and, and I say to God, why are you providing for mm. them who don't follow you yeah. or who don't, aren't mm. faithful? Yeah. And you're not providing for me who is. And then I give God a little speech. Mm. I have walked with you since I was 17. Yeah. I did this and I did that. And I bore myself. Mm. As soon as, uh, two words in, I'm like, <laughs> oh, dear God, this is just... Somebody get the violin out, please. <laughs> Rebecca's given her sob story about how much she's given up for God. Yeah. But I never gave up my only son. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I need a bit of a wake-up call there. Yeah. Um, but we stupidly at times... Mm just compare ourselves and we we make assumptions mm -hmm. about God's provision because I think God provides for each of us very individually it's yes. very personal it's very bespoke yeah and I think he he supplies all of our needs mm -hmm. based on intimacy mm -hmm. um and he knows what's good for us yeah so maybe just me having a bank load full of money would just totally change who I am as mm -hmm. a person and, and I wouldn't be as effective as I am now yeah I think that's definitely true I think that's definitely true of all of us. Yeah. So sometimes you need to believe God for something. Mm. You need to be faithful to something. Yeah. Now, I'm not flipping Sister Rebecca in the nunnery who's doing a, a vow of poverty. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do think that God utterly is okay with us living a blessed life. Mm. Yeah. Not to the extremes that we've seen the abuse happen in the church. Yeah. Where, you know, people are sitting on gold toilets, yeah. you know, fleecing the sheep. I'm yeah. not talking about that because that's stupid. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Um, but I do think that having enough mm. and sharing your resource yeah. is a healthy position. Yes, definitely. And we are, it's very okay to have mm. good things and yeah. nice things and to do nice things mm. in God if, um, through his provision. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, nobody should be wearing sackcloth and ashes and climbing up mountains mm. on their knees because they can't afford a car. Yeah. You know, that's not okay. Yeah. Um, but we've got to get the balance mm. of that right. Yeah. And that we understand that he is enough. Mm. But just thinking about kind of what you said there. So like, obviously, would it be my birthday on the weekend? It's my birthday. <laughs> just going to drop that in. But like, I had some lovely gifts over the weekend. Aww. And like... The ones that absolutely kind of nearly like brought me to tears. Are oh, the pyjamas. Oh, gosh, yes. I have worn them every night since. The pyjamas I bought you. <laughs> they, they are lovely. Yeah. But it was the things that like, it wasn't the things that people had spent the most money on. Yeah. It was the things where they were thoughtful gifts. Right. So even the pyjamas, I mean, I don't know, like I've spoken to you in here in the studio about, you know, some nights I just can't sleep and I yeah. struggle to sleep. So even that, and, you know, you brought me, like, a little set with, like, a face mask and a spray. Mm. So it's, like, even that, that you kind of take And a jewellery course. Yes. I can't wait for that. Mm. Very excited for that. I was hoping you'd make it for me, that's why. Oh. I did a Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, because Phoebe does that. She'll buy you things for your birthday or Christmas that she wants. Yeah. And then you'll go, oh, do you want to share? Or, I don't use this, do you want She's it? Like, oh, that's so a shame. I, was, I bought you two jewellery courses because I was hoping you could make me the jewellery. <laughs> oh, yes, I will, I will. Because you are my personal jeweller, aren't I you? I am, yes. Yeah, you do provide, you do make be my beads and everything yes. for me. Yes. But it was like, those were the things, and it's like my sister, 
she did me this huge box of 30 gifts which was just kind of i mean it was incredible but it was all things you know it's things like fluffy socks oh, and it's all nice things notebooks and pens Thoughtful. things i love yeah and it, you just get this feel that people they haven't just done it because they should mm. but there's like effort behind it you did that for my 50th yeah and it changed my life oh. that did but it's like those... i was hoping you do it for my 60th too <laughs> or maybe it's my 55th 55th yes <laughs> <laughs> okay, I better get working on that. But it's those things that kind of there's thought behind. And I think like that's what God wants from us. Right. Is that he wants us to appreciate the things that he's put thought behind. Well, then he's on the throne. Yeah. You know, if God's our provider, then there's we're very clear mm. about where it's coming from. Yes. Yeah? Yes. We can't take the glory for it. We have no, no desire to take the glory for it. Yeah. Yeah? Whereas if we are self-sufficient there is partly a part of that motive that is there to get the glory and the yeah. reward and the recognition. Yeah. So he doesn't get the reward mm. and the recognition and the glory when we do it ourselves. Yeah. Yes. We might add a little throw on at the end, like mm. the Oscar, you know, speech. Yeah. Um, but no, when he provides, yeah. he is glorified. Yeah. And it's very clear. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows and it, we can see yeah. who has provided and given this. And it validates his existence. Mm -hmm. it, it, it it absolutely magnifies the truth of, of, his, of who he is. Yeah. And... Um, I mean, I've, there are so many stories. I could do seven mm. podcasts filled <laughs> to, filled with stories about God's provision in yeah. my life. Craig. Yeah. Craig was my provision. Yeah. You know, I mean, God really provided Craig for mm. me. Um, and I know it was God because of the fulfillment that I have. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I could never have produced that myself mm. ever. Um, my children yeah. was told I could never have children. Mm. Believe that from the age of 14. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, I've got two teenagers. Can I just say this morning, I reversed into a van. Oh because God. the teenagers were moaning and distracted me because how oh. cold it was. I am cold. Put the heat on. Mum, I'm cold. No, 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 no. Oh, and then no. I was trying to reverse and I reversed into a van. Oh. Do you know how I blame them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were very nice, the, the van men, and they yes. said, happy Christmas. Off you go. We'll cover it. Oh. So I was very, very blessed. Yeah. Um, but God provides. Yeah. You know, he's provided me with beautiful, beautiful, valuable people in mm. my life that keep me on the straight and narrow, yeah. that keep me in Christ, yeah. that keep me, you know, in love with mm. God and my life, yeah. um, that keep me out of harm's way. Mm. And I'm so grateful for that, mm. really genuinely grateful for that. Yeah. Um, and But I, I think it's time for new connectivity. Mm. Perhaps what I'm trying to say is, is that he wants to give me more. Yeah. And it's time to step out of the comfort zone mm. of of my limited belief of yeah. what I think I could provide for myself and just step out and let him give me big things. Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. Some of that. Yeah. Because, you know, you know me, Noam, I've got big ideas. I've got yeah. big, I've got a big heart. I've yes. got, I want to do big things for God yeah. that he's dropped in my heart. And that's going to take big money. Yeah. It's going to take big people. Yeah. It's going to take big capacity. Yeah. 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 So I've got to wait for that in his mm. time and I've got to build it. Yeah. Um, but and a lot of that will come from him, not from mm. me, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I can't stay in mm. the smallness of my own provision. Yeah. I'm not. I've I've always known that. Mm. 
I've always known that if I was going to do this for God, I was going to have to totally rely on him mm, because yeah. I can't provide this. Yeah. I can't sustain this. Yeah. Without him. Yeah. So maybe that's what this is all about, mm. is that in Craig and my heart, he's getting us to a place of bigger things. Yeah. And I just, well, if that's true, thank you, God. Yeah. I'm ready for that. Yeah. I think that is true. Yeah. But, and also, like, you know, going back to kind of the scriptures, I mean, we're told in scripture as well to kind of present our requests to God. Yeah. And that he gives us the things of our heart. So I think that, like, we know what you're saying about that, about him putting things in your heart. Yeah. To then kind of step out in that mm. and step out in the faith of that. I think that's what God wants us to do. That's right. the position that he wants us to be in where we step out in faith. Yeah. Because of the things that are in our heart that yeah. he has placed in our heart. And he then meets us in that place. Yeah. And he wants that kind of desire from us and that hunger from us to mm. kind of go after those things. And I think that, you know, just talking about provision, like there's so much that, you know, even like our salvation, you know, that was provision. Everything, Everything. you know. But right from, you know, from all of our lives, through everything that we have, that we do, that we are, Mm. that was all provided by him for us. And I think that like, you know, when you kind of go back to that thinking on it, it just kind of, it takes your breath away Mm. in just actually kind of how much he does for us. Right. And how much more he wants to do for us. Yeah. And also think about it. Why would you go for the toil of getting up before the sunrise mm. to plough your field yeah. when he could just do it for you? Yeah. When you're asleep. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. That sounds like an awful lot of that sounds like um, you know, um, you know, what do you call it, where you um you put yourself through punishment. Mm. Yeah doesn't it? Yeah. Why do we make life so much more difficult than it actually has to? Yeah. Now we have to do our bit. Yeah. You know, we've got to keep our heart right and our motives right and yeah. we mustn't get seduced by this world in any way. Mm. Um, and we've got to make sure we've got a clean heart, of yeah. course. But I think it's time to rely on God a lot more yeah. and for all sorts of things, yeah. for the provision of whatever he needs to give me. Yeah. Um, but I do think that that there is this whole thing where some people, and I've seen this in my own family, mm. some people just never, ever recover from lack. Yeah. yeah. And that was, I know, the beginning of the downfall of my mum mm. um, that created then a life of misery and she then made other people's lives misery. Yeah. Because she went from having everything and she went from having everything because of self-reliance mm. And when that went, she had nothing and she never, ever recovered from that. So we got to be people that don't collapse. Mm. So I know I've shared this story before, but like um, Craig, when Craig and I got married, he was 35. Yeah. And he literally had got qualified and then gone into the church. Um, he'd, He'd worked in his industry for a while and then he'd gone into the church for years to help build a church in London. And so when he got married and came to Cardiff, mm. at 35, he had to restart his career. Yeah. You know, he was uh, he, he was like 12 years out yeah. of a career. Wow. And so God really did provide mm. for him, for us, yeah. um, in every way. Craig did his bit. He was studious. Mm. He was diligent. He was faithful. He worked very hard because he's always been a hard worker, yeah. Craig. Um, but God really then sort of, 
elevated mm. him up in his industry to the point now where he is, you know, the head, not the tail. Yeah. And um, there's great favour upon mm. Craig in his work and that provides resource for us. Yeah. And he, you know, provides stability. So, but there, back in the early days, we would get the next job mm. and the next job would be a huge step up for us yeah. financially, career-wise, um, you know, whatever. Mm. It would make our life so much better. And you yeah. said it earlier, this couldn't, this, everything looks right here. Yeah. And we would literally, you know, beg God mm. for that job. Yes. I mean, I laugh about that now because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so far away from where we live now. Yeah. But back in the day, we would literally beg God. We would mm. pin all our hope on yes. the provision of what that job would give us. Yeah. And then he wouldn't get it. Mm. And I then would need three weeks to recover because mm. I was so devastated. Yeah. Do you know, we'd even fast, wow, you yeah. know, to yeah. believe God for that job. And Craig always, 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 he would tell me, Beck, I didn't get the job. Mm. I would sob like a banshee <laughs> and put on sackcloth and ashes. Yeah. And why, why, mm. you know, why, you know, I thought we were, this job would have been so perfect. Yeah. I mourn. Yeah what didn't happen yeah and he would always turn around at that moment and say beck stop it wasn't right let's yeah. move on to the next thing yes. let's look for what god's going to do next where yeah. is he leading us yeah and he's always done that mm. and he still does that to this day yeah. and obviously that's built stability in me yeah and we live our life in a very different position mm. now we don't buy into that begging mentality with yeah. god anymore and we trust that if we don't get it it's not right yeah and we leave it there yeah. and we then go look for him in what is. Mm. So maturity's come over the years, but only yeah. because I wailed like a banshee for years at the beginning of our marriage yeah. <laughs> um, when he didn't get a job. Um, and he is gyra mm. and he is always enough. Yeah. And we need to put our stability and our steadfastness in him mm not in anything else, not yeah. in our own reliance, in our own making, in our mm. own career, in our own ego. None of that because I tell you that will come crumbling, crashing yeah. down at some point. Yeah. And um, I just don't want to scrape through in life, mm. no. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Not in any way. Mm. And uh, what I've learned is, is that if I believe he's Jaira, mm. then I I'm always enough yeah. when he is enough. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that then deals with a lot of my, I'm not enough. Mm. I'm not good enough. Yeah. Well, maybe if we have continual bangings on about not being enough, mm. maybe it's because we're self-reliant. Yeah. Because if we are connected and in him, he's always enough. Yeah. Which means we are too. Yeah. And I think that that was my big aha moment. Mm. Oh, years ago. Yeah. And it has created an ease in my life. Mm. Um, because I just don't put all that pressure on myself to perform. Yeah. yeah. And to provide for myself. Yeah. But that takes maturity and I don't always get that right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because need can be very demanding. Yeah. And need can be very pushy. Yeah. And need can be very manipulative. And it can make you into somebody that you're not. Yeah. Whatever that is. If you need a friend, mm. if you need a job, if you need money, yeah. if you need a husband, whatever you need, mm. 
if you are driven by need, yeah. it can turn you into somebody that you don't recognize. Yeah. And that's why he always leads us mm. to his provision. Yeah. He doesn't push us and drive us to it. Yeah, definitely. And that's a different heart position. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, it's just, it's amazing, isn't it? It's just incredible. It's so simple, really. Yeah, it is. And just like, just the vastness of God and the bigness of God and what yeah. he wants to do for us. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. It really is amazing. But how much like, a lot of the times, the only thing getting in the way of that is us. Always. But that's the number one issue, isn't yeah. it? But I just think, you know, living within your means is true. Mm. But I'm going to live in my within my means because I live within his means. Yeah. And unfortunately for my flesh, his means is vast. Mm, yeah. What is possible in him yeah. is is huge. Yeah. What is not possible in me is totally possible in him. Yeah. But there there takes a humility to walk in that. Mm. And there takes an ability to disengage myself mm. from the world's idea of success. Now, yeah. in the eyes of the world... I'm probably seen as somebody who's not very successful, mm. but I don't care. Yeah. You know, I know you and I always find it a bit difficult to articulate what we do when <laughs> yes. people ask us. Yeah. But we need to get better at that. We do. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we we get judged by that mm. at times, don't we? Yeah. Uh, people immediately judge us by our social status. Mm. But that's all a wrong system that we just can't afford to buy into. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to yeah. be humble and we've got to be secure mm. in our placements and our provisions by God. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. And we can't jeopardize mm. that in any way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, because he is Jaira, yes. our provider. Yeah. And his grace is sufficient for us. Yes. Till next time. Bye. Bye.